welcome back. You're listening to Those Trans Guys Podcast, a podcast focused on everyday education and experiences about trans men. This podcast episode is sponsored by NinjaBuzz.io. NinjaBuzz.io is a marketplace which lets advertisers and podcasters find each other in a matter of minutes. If you have a podcast or if you're considering advertising on a podcast, then try NinjaBuzz.io and check the platform out today. Hello, everyone out there in the world. I hope you're doing well. Welcome back to a new episode of Those Trans Guys. Today is July 10th, and I apologize for the delay. Um, I also don't know what the weather is doing nowadays with this weird summer we're having, but to be honest, I'm actually okay with it. I don't know about some people, but I like the low 20s because it still feels like summer, but you're not dying slowly. So, But I hope you guys are doing well, and I hope everything is good, staying healthy, and enjoying the somewhat summer we're having. So I'm back today for a new episode, and I thought it would be an important one, because with the whole fiasco of the passport happening in Canada now, and trying to get a passport, a bit of a hassle, um, I wanted to talk about IDs today, and the importance of it for LGBT folks, especially trans folks. So with this, I wanted to just say that it's, especially in Canada, it's not a hard process, it's just a bit time-consuming. It can also be a little bit expensive. And I'll talk about Canada more because I'm not quite familiar with the U.S. process. I do know that it's a bit more of like maybe going to court and all that kind of stuff. But here it seems to be a little bit more straightforward. Uh, For me, it took a couple months at least before I got all my IDs changed. But let's just say it was a bit nerve-wracking at the beginning. So, of course, I felt male and I hadn't really been on hormones that long. But it would be very frustrating when I went to, you know, get some beer or get whatever it was at the time that I had to show my ID or even go to like the doctors or something. It was nerve wracking because they don't match how I feel. And until I changed them, it made it a lot easier. But until I felt like I was, so to say, passing, it was still pretty uncomfortable. So the driver's license and the care card, I think, were the ones that really were used on a daily basis. So for me, those were important to get those changed first. The passport, of course, is a bit more time-consuming. You have to pay, fill out the application, all that kind of stuff. And I'd had my passport from before, and that gender marker hadn't been matched with everything prior. So I had to send it back and pay some more money to get that changed. So it's tedious, and it's annoying, and it can be expensive. So I just want to say that it it's frustrating, and I don't think a lot of people understand that there's an extra step and an extra layer to it. And especially if we're going out to get beer or out to the bar to like have a, you know, drink with a friend or, you know, whatever you need your ID for, it's hard when they don't match. And then there's that awkward tension and awkward feeling and you don't know what to say and they don't know what to say. And it's like that awkward cricket moment. So I guess the best thing I can say is as soon as you are comfortable, then do it. And I know it can be expensive, but what I did is I just picked away at it. I picked away at the two basic ones and then the passport and then the rest of it kind of fell into place. There were still moments where I got papers coming back to me and it would be the wrong, you know, pronoun. And it was very annoying because my landlord's like, "Mm, what's this? And I'm like, hello. So (laughs) it, it puts me in an awkward place and it puts people in an awkward place. And I feel for Americans because in my understanding, you have to go to court and I could be wrong on that, but I believe that that's the situation Luckily here, I don't have to worry about that. 
and I can just mail it off and fill out a paperwork and you're done. But it's not always that easy for some people. And I feel for them because they just want it to be changed and they want it to be over with and they, they want to better match how they feel and how they identify. So it is, it's a bit disheartening, I guess is the right word, and makes you kind of feel uneasy. So I really feel for people that have a harder time than a lot of us. Like everyone's different and everyone's journeys are different and everyone's processes are different. I feel for the fact that not everyone can financially afford it or not everyone in their life can support it. So for me, I had for sure my fair share of moments of ups and downs, but I think in the end, I believed that this was exactly what I wanted and exactly what I had envisioned for so long that it gave me that extra drive to save money, to pay everything I could right away and just get it, get it going. I think the most exciting day was when my name change came through. That was definitely an ID moment that just, like, like I saved it and I haven't forgot that moment. I'm growing into someone that I am and still leaving someone behind, but I'm still me at the end of the day. So IDs are a basic need of life. We can't get away with not having an ID. We can't open a bank account. We can't go travel. We can't go get liquor. We can't, you know basically do anything to identify that those that information and that photo in that ID card is who you are. I think the most uncomfortable moments I've had were at the airport. Um, this was long before top surgery, of course, and even after top surgery, they just, they made me feel uneasy and they made me feel uncomfortable. I never always told everyone about it because I put on a brave face, but to be honest, you know, you hear stories about it and you never think it would happen to you until it happened to you. But this was before I was quite fully along on my hormones and a lot of people would look at me differently and then kind of question my ID and then they had some more people come in and then they do the pat down and it's like, I'm not a criminal. I'm just going to see my mom. Like, I'm just traveling. So that kind of gave me the drive to do more and to save and, and financially just get it all sorted because I was, I didn't want to go through that again. And just in general, my driver's license hadn't been quite processed yet with the gender marker. And so it had expired before I had got my gender marker back. And so I went to the bar and it was really uncomfortable. So I hope they didn't look at the, the other letter and they would just look at me and the birth date, but it just puts you in an awkward place. So I guess my point of today is to say that it's not always easy for people to understand that there's more to our transition than just what meets the eye. You know, I'm open about my journey because I want to help people and because I'm proud of how far I've come. There's some parts of it for sure that I keep private to people that deserve to know and who I feel are okay to know. But not everyone's journey is the same and not everyone is comfortable to talk about it. I've definitely had a fair share of friends in my life who have shared stories and struggles that people face, how families aren't supportive and how they just have to tackle it on their own. <laughs> it's like the most heartbreaking thing to hear because you're trying to live your authentic life and there's hurdles and obstacles. There's so much more to a transition than just what they say or what you assume. And the internet 
twists a lot of things and makes you perceive things. But how I better learned was to go through it, to face it and take it hands-on as it came. And then that's why I wanted to share my journey because there's a lot to it that I didn't know about until I did it. And at the time, there was some information, but I actually resorted to YouTube for a lot of it. And then I kind of learned the rest on, on my own. But my journey and how I feel I'm doing and, and the place of time I'm at is one that I'm proud of and one that I'm going to always remember. For me, it's been seven years and it's like a walk in the park now for me. Sure, there's been moments that, you know, ups and downs, of course, but seven years just flew by. And I look back at the old memories and when I first started and how far I've come and I'm, I'm proud of myself because every little video entry I did for my own personal sake, I kept private and there's always some sort of journey and adventure that I faced at that time and a new experience that I faced. I look now and I've compared like seven years. It's, it's pretty crazy. It's good. So, but nonetheless, transitions are individually important and individually individual for each person. So just because they don't have the means or they don't do things the way that you think they should do them, it doesn't mean they're not going to get done. But I have to say that in honesty, I think a lot of trans folks can agree that IDs are important and they really take away a lot of stress and uncomfortableness. So I really hope that this helps and I really hope that going forward, it can give you some better insight. So thank you for listening. I appreciate it. And I hope you guys are doing really well and hanging out, enjoying life and, and being well. If you have any other questions, comments, please send me an email at thosetransguyspodcast at gmail.com. I'm also on Instagram, thosetransguyspodcast. So you can always send me a DM if you have questions or comments. I really appreciate it. I'm also on Apple and Spotify, so please leave me a review. I also really appreciate it. I like stars and I like thumbs up, so it's good. I really appreciate you guys sticking around and being patient. I will be back for a new episode really soon. Take care, guys.